What up, Uneducated Duo Podcast fam? My name is Pablo. And I'm Gerald. And this is episode 15? 17, I think. Holy shit, dude. I'm losing track. Yeah, that's good. We're getting up there. Yeah, yeah. Our sweet 17 right now. We usually start off these uh, episodes with a game of One Gotta Go. What are the topics today, man? Yeah, so today for the One Gotta Go, we got... I like tapped in into like the shit that I would want to do as a kid. I'm going to explain this because this is why I thought of it. I literally walked outside of my apartment and I saw kids on like bikes and scooters and skates and shit. And I was like, damn, I remember doing that. That stuff was fun. <laughs> so that's the one got to go. I got bikes, scooters, rollerblades, skateboards, you know, and like variations of all of those. Cool, cool, man. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. A couple of these I didn't ride because I'm a bigger guy. Right, but I'm not gonna base my opinion on whether I could ride it or not because I would have loved to ride some of these than others. So you're just gonna base it on like what interested you, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I thought would be would have been the coolest. All right. So you want to go first or second on this? I'll go ahead and go first. All right. So my first one is gonna be bikes. Bikes coming off the board first for you? Yeah, man. I mean, it's the first thing you learn how to ride when you're little, for the most part. A lot of people, um, you have the bikes with like the the two training wheels or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I know my kids love bikes right now, too. And I feel like they just get you places quicker. Out of all of them, even if it's it's probably the quickest and the most comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you can buy some really expensive bikes that are made for, like, roading and shit. Which kind of pisses me off sometimes when I see, like, actual bikes on the road, to be honest. Like, yeah, the people in the bike lane? Yeah, yeah. Well, not even the bike lane. Some people actually ride them, like, in the streets, like. Yeah, well, the, I mean the bike lane in the street. You know how, like, I hate the turns. You come up to, like, an intersection, and it's like, here's the lane to go straight, then the bike lane, and then the turning lane. Yeah, yeah. It seems like, why would you put that dude, like, right in between two cars? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's crazy, man, too, because you see people, like, riding in the actual street, like, not in the bike lane, which is ridiculous <laughs> to me. But, But still, I mean, even with that, I feel like bikes are, like, the most, the easiest way to get around that's not something that's motorized or anything. Um, some of my like best childhood memories are like riding bikes around my neighborhood and shit, or like riding bikes to go fishing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever we were doing, usually it was on a bike because, but like we mentioned, you know, it's the quickest way to get around. Yeah, as a kid, dude, the bike is your car. Like, yeah, that's yeah. how you got anywhere. <laughs> and now, even now, I, I like. They make those balance bikes, which I don't think they had when we were kids. Is that that shit where you're, like, legitimately sitting down? Yeah, yeah. It's for, like, little kids. Oh, they're talking about the old person bike. Like, it was, no. like, a chair <laughs> and, like, you, like, pedal, like, sitting down. Which, those are kind of cool, but I feel like you get easily run over. But that's another topic. <laughs> but um, balance bikes, they, like, teach kids to ride two-wheeled bikes. Even before even riding, like trikes or anything that has like without training wheels what do you yeah, mean yeah. balanced What's so that? it doesn't have pedals it just has two wheels a seat and they basically like push themselves with their feet oh to find the balance yeah yeah to get balance and uh i've seen kids do like some pretty crazy shit with them not, not as far as like tricks but i mean progressing really quickly with them so i thought that was pretty cool and i've been wanting to get my kids one because they haven't ridden two-wheeled bikes yet Really? Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to keep up with bikes with kids because they got bikes when they were little. And they outgrew them? They outgrew them so quick, and we haven't bought them new ones yet, but... Yeah, what the fuck? You can't be a kid with no bike? What are you doing? 
<laughs> yeah, I know, man. I know. It's funny too, cause um, like my mom, she doesn't know how to ride a bike. I guess she never learned. They were too poor or whatever. So, I mean, I think my my kids definitely have the opportunity to. I I need to get them a bike, cause I know even when we were like going out to Pokemon Go and shit, we were on bikes. You were on a scoot on a skateboard and. It's just so convenient. Or even when you go camping, you know, like a mountain bike or like anything just to chill, ride around. Yeah, that's true. They have like Hit the a, trails and shit. They have like a park in, in our town for like dirt biking with like ramps and shit. Yeah, they just built that bike park. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, biking is just, I feel like it's so universal, you know, like you don't have to have the greatest balance to be on a bike. So I think it's like the easiest to learn, to be honest. I would say out of the four choices... Bike, scooter, rollerblade, skateboard. Bike is the one that I feel like no matter who you ask, they learned it at some point in their life. Yeah, that's true. Like it's ridden one. Or ridden one. Yeah, like all the other ones, yeah, most people, some people, but like almost everybody's ridden a bike, I feel like. It's so universal, man. Like, I'm just going to piggyback off of your thing. I'm going to take bike off too. Even though like in my adult life, I don't really ride a bike at all. Yeah, yeah. You know? But when I was a kid... Oh, man, my bike fucking did everything, dude. I would ride that shit down to, like, the river, to parks, to my friend's house. uh, Learn how to, not really learn tricks, but, like, I would, like, bunny hop up curbs and shit, so I never had to, like, stop. Oh, yeah, you ever ride your bike with no handlebars? Yeah, with no handlebars, no hands. I have a funny-ass story about bikes. So we, uh, me and a couple of friends, we all got, like, first of all, I had the shittiest bike out of all my friends, right? Yeah. Fucking kids got like uh Haros and uh power what is the other one like power or something? Just like the expensive like BMX bikes. BMX bike. They had like the two hundred, three hundred dollar bikes. Oh Redline was one too. Redline, yeah, those they had like the expensive ones and I had a fucking next from Walmart and my wheels weren't even inflated, they were uh pure rubber wheels. So like if I hit anything, like they wouldn't pop, they just like chip away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, the- so uh they're all riding these dope ass bikes and I'm riding my, my bike keeping up and uh, my friend Steven, he hits the fucking curb and his handlebars just break off. <laughs> God damn. Like legit, like not even like, Oh, they fell out of the little, uh, like socket that it goes into. Yeah, like yeah. they broke. That's great. And he man. fell and we laughed, bro. And that was one of the nice bikes or did yeah, he? Yeah, that was one of the, he had a Haro. Holy shit, dude. It was a funny though, man. We were all just laughing at him. And then like, you know, your kids or teenagers, we don't have cars. So he just had to walk his ass home with his fucking broken bike. <laughs> call call somebody up. They're like, hell no, walk your ass home. Yeah. I was like, well, what are we supposed to? We couldn't even call people because like we didn't have phones. Yeah. Yeah. Because phones had barely. They weren't a thing back when we were kids, man. No. Well, even when I was a teenager, like phones were a thing, but like they were like flip phones and none of my friends fucking had any. I didn't get a fucking phone until I was a senior in high school almost. Damn, that's crazy. So, um, <laughs> that shit's funny. I feel like, yeah, when I was younger, the, like, the bike was everything. It would help me take the other things to places. Yeah, that's true. And it, it's just overall the easiest to ride with, like, the less amount of work, I feel like. You cruise on your bike with like minimal effort compared to like the rest. That's true, man. That's true. I, and you're right. It's so universal. Like I think people get 
intimidated by learning how to ride like skates or like a scooter or I'm sorry, not a scooter, a, a freaking a, a skateboard. But, you know, a bike, people can just hop on it because, I mean, you're going to look kind of dumb, but they make three-wheeled bikes. And, I mean, you don't need anything more than that, bro. Like, you don't need balance. You just need to know how to pedal. That's pretty much it with three-wheeled bikes. And I'm just going to jump into it, bro. My number two is scooters. You taking scooters off number yeah, two? Yeah, the reason I'm going with scooters. Are you talking like old school Razor scooters? Or yeah, have yeah. you seen the new scooters that kids have? Are you talking about the electric ones or the big wheeled ones? No, no. There's like scooters now. They basically look like Razor scooters, but the handlebars are like Huge. longer to this. Like they're longer horizontally. They're like style ones, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's what kids ride now. They're bas- they have like the same kind of like bearings that like skateboards and longboards have. I had no idea. Yeah, the kids that live around here have those kinds of scooters. Uh-huh. And, like, I guess you can do all kinds of tricks or just cruise on them. Like, they're fast as fuck for scooters. Yeah, no, I'm talking about, like, the old school Razor scooters with, like, the padded handlebars and shit. Like, I remember once I started, I stopped, I outgrew, like, a bike. All right. I was scootering around the neighborhood, bro. (laughs) My fondest memories are, like, eating shit off a scooter. (laughs) Because you'd hit a rock. Yeah, dude, you always remember, like, your most epic, like, falls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember one time... I was riding my scooter and there was like a curve right in front of my house. Right. So you couldn't see around the corner if a car was coming or not. And I just shot it straight. Car almost fucking hit me, dude. Damn. Fucking lady gets out. Where do you live? We're going to go talk to your parents right now. Is that the same corner where you like broke that fire hydrant? No, that was a different <laughs> corner. Yeah. Yeah. Tokyo drift in that shit. But no, it was, it was like the corner right in front of my house. Like I just shot it straight. I was like, I'm just going to keep going. And, Fucking lady almost hits me, but you're only supposed to be going like 10 miles an hour in a neighborhood. You know, she's going like 25. Yeah, dude, people go fast like that all the time. Yeah, so. Even with bumps installed, people are like, fuck it, I'm still going yeah, 28, yeah. 30. It's fucking ridiculous, but yeah, I mean, we used to have like a scooter squad, dude. <laughs> like, we all had scooters and we all ride them around. And I remember like going pretty fast on those, dude. And even just. Kind of opening it up a little bit. You had those electric scooters. I did have electric scooters those back when I was younger. so fun, dude. They went like 25 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. They had seats and everything. And I remember you used to live by... It's like a fucking little mini moped. I forgot which park you used to live by, but you used to live by a park and we used to ride them there. And yeah, I don't know the parks I mean. There was in some like old people neighborhood. Yeah, you used to live like way up north somewhere. Like North Boise, I think it was, but... um, I remember you had two of them and yeah, they just went quick, man. Your mom used to follow behind to the park, like dropping off the other kids while we were riding them. And I was like, that shit's fun, man. Yeah, those are dope. So you went Scooter 2? Yeah, Scooter 2, just based on, you know, those are the two I've ridden the most. All right, well, I went bike. And for my second one, uh, skateboard slash longboard. Because I like I evolved in like during time. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was like 12, from like 12 to like, not even 12. I want to probably like from like 10 to like 13 or 14. I used to ride a skateboard, like a traditional skateboard that you would see at a skate park. Yeah, yeah. And you like, used to actually skateboard at the skate park, right? Yeah, yeah. I knew some tricks, but I never got like crazy good. You know, I, I could like ollie, kickflip, and like drop in on ramps. That's as far as I really got. But I did it for a long time. Uh, just going with friends who knew how to skateboard and like I tried to learn it. So I had good experiences. And then as I got older, uh, me and my other friend David, who's actually been on the podcast, friend of the pod, um, he was longboarding and he got me to get one and then I got all into fucking longboarding. Uh, 
Yeah. Which is like skateboarding, except you just cruise. Those and are the, made for like traveling quicker too now. I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the wheels are bigger. Yeah. And the, like they're just made to like travel lot far. I've seen people do some cool ass tricks on longboards too. Like the like transition. Oh, the weird like walking the, around yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah I can't crazy. do any of that. I just ride it. But um, so we, I take that down like by the river, like go down up, up and down the green belt. Uh, downtown. We go downtown at like 9 p.m. or like midnight. Yeah. When there's no cars around, and we just fucking ride around the streets on like weekends and shit. So, uh, longboards, like skateboards, were really fun, and then longboards are fun. I take my longboard right now to the fucking gas station like every day. I live like 500 feet <laughs> from a gas station. It's like, why would I walk if I could just board there? Would you say that a longboard's easier to learn than a skateboard? Yeah, because a longboard you just ride. It's more stable, probably. Huh? You know, like you could ride both, learn to ride them both the same. Yeah. But then, I feel like there's almost this like unconscious or like subconscious motivation when you get a skateboard, skateboard. Yeah, yeah. To learn a trick, because that's what they're for. Yeah, yeah. Even you know, if it's just an ollie or something. I know? mean, people use them to get around, but they're mostly for like skate parks or street skating. You know, you want to learn how to do something on it. Yeah, it's kind of funny because you can see a longboarder like shuffle like four times and they'll go like a mile but a skateboarder he'll go like 20 times before he even gets a little bit of speed oh yeah with his feet like pumping with his feet yeah yeah, yeah and he gets nowhere yeah. side note david our friend who was on here he uh rides his longboard uh what's it called mongo i think so like instead of putting his front his foot on the front of the board uh-huh. and then kicking he puts his foot on the back of the board yeah that's kind of weird yeah and then he gets on it like forward instead of like backwards, like normal. Is that like a, is that like a life choice or <laughs> it's kind of it feel more natural? It just feels more natural to like some people. Yeah, it's like yeah. a lot less. Um, What's the fucking word I'm thinking of? It's not accepted. It's like fucking. It's like weird. It's weird. It's fucking weird. But it's um common. There you go. It's not. Un- it's uncommon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot less common to do that. But he fucking does that. So he's a weirdo. Maybe he's just left left-handed too you know it's like that crew all right so what do you got left so i got a skateboarding and rollerblading right which um i've eaten shit on both of these okay equally hate them i remember one time i was going down my driveway on a skateboard and that shit just slid out from under me dude and i've never felt pain like that (laughs) i think i fell on top of a rock like a really small rock that shit just fucked me up. I remember, I think I the, like the next thing I did was I went and grabbed the board and broke it in half and threw it in the trash. <laughs> You're that mad at the fucking board? <clears throat> yeah, man. Because I don't know what the fuck it is about it. You just have to be so coordinated. But on the other end of it, I've been to the roller drum, like the like a roller rink. Yeah, yeah. And I okay. Tried- Try riding like the four four wheeled skates or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like the side by side wheel thing. I was just holding on to the side and I eat shit there too. Dude. <laughs> like, I'm just a big guy. I don't think I was meant to be on those. But if I had to choose one of the two to do, <clears throat> it's hard, man. Because, like I said, I've eaten shit on both. I think they're both cool. I'd probably ride a longboard more than I would a skateboard, though, just based on the fact that. You don't have to like pedal as much or whatever, whatever yeah. you call it. <laughs> but um, damn, I'd probably go with skateboarding. 
Get rid of rollerblading. Get rid of rollerblading and taking yeah, skateboarding. I feel like it's a lot easier to eat shit on rollerblades too, because like the small wheels are kind of like scooter wheels too. I don't know how that whole like get caught by like a stick or something. Like something, yeah, a little rock or something. Like you just eat shit. You know that scene in uh, <gasps> Big Daddy, the Adam Sandler movie. He goes to the park just to throw sticks in front of the rollerbladers. <laughs> and then he teaches his... Then he teaches the kid, kid yeah, <laughs> to do that shit. That shit's funny, man. All right, well, He's I got... like, hey, there's a stick there. You should move it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, just based on... I mean, like I said, I've eaten shit on both of them. But I just think um, it might hurt a lot less on a skateboard than a rollerblade. Damn. All right, so I got rollerblades and scooters left. And uh, all right, so... These are my thoughts. There's actually like a YouTuber that I watch called uh, Ryan Williams. He's part of like, you know, the whole Nitro Circus crew, the people that do all those crazy stunts yeah, on like yeah. bikes and shit on uh, like motocross and all that bullshit they do. Yeah, yeah, they have a tour or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he rides the scooter for them. And like he goes off like the mega ramps and does like fucking backflips and like triple twists and all kinds of bullshit with this fancy ass scooter. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess scootering's like a real thing now. And I think that's hella dope. But I also I don't see myself ever wanting a scooter or buying a scooter mm. for like any reason. Rollerblades though, man, those are so fucking nostalgic for me. Because when I sucked at skateboarding, like doing tricks, you're rollerblading. I started, I picked up rollerblading, right? And I had some inline, I bought some inline skates from like a one of those sports stores where you can get like used stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like they were like high quality skates that were meant for skate parks, and I got them at a cheap price. I used to be pretty good fucking doing three sixties and dropping in on shit and grinding all that kinds of crap. Heelys, bro. <laughs> Heelys. Remember Heelys? Would you dude. consider that a rollerblade? No. <laughs> fucking Heelys, dude. I hated that shit. Like in junior high, I'd be walking in my next class, and then some fucking kid just Heelys right by me. Shit was dope, dude. I, I thought it was cool back then. People were always stunting on me, bro. I always wanted to fucking trip some kid with his fucking heelys on. Just like, fuck you, kid. It's crazy, too, because, like, as an adult, I feel like it'd be socially acceptable to bike, skateboard, or rollerblade. But you kind of look fucking weird if you're riding, like, an old school, like, Razor scooter, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I think you would, actually. But they got those new scooters, I'm telling you. Yeah, and they got those scooters with the big wheels too now for like adults. So. Yeah. So okay, so rollerblades. You know, I um, I got way into it. I fucking spent like two weeks trying to learn how to backflip on a half pipe with rollerblades. Fucking most painful shit in my life, dude. Like I'd go up, and like I would not commit fully to the backflip, and then I just fall like. You'd hesitate. Like a yeah, like I'd fall back on my shoulder, like just straight back to like metal half pipe. Yeah, 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 And I was just like, fuck this, dude. Why am I even doing this? But I just kept trying. So, like, for me, rollerblades, I don't do it anymore because I feel like I'd fucking break my leg. But they're the shit. I take rollerblades over scooter easy. Damn, that's crazy. I, I kind of knew we'd, we'd be on opposite ends because I don't think I ever saw you on a scooter. But I was on. Oh, I had a motorized scooter. Yeah, yeah. But that's a little bit different, man. That's like. You're like the rich kid in the neighborhood. That's like <laughs> yeah. a moped. Yeah, but um, damn crazy. Can't believe you got rid of scooters. They're so like throwback. It's like the Rocket Power Crew even had a scooter, right? No. No? No, the Rocket Power Crew did. Rollerblades and skateboards, yeah. that's it, huh? Well, no, they did everything except scooters. Weird. 
Like they had rollerblades, skateboards, surfing, bikes, uh, those fucking dirt boards. The boards that like ride on like mountains. I feel like that cartoon did fucking everything except scooters. But I think that's because scooters weren't that big in like the like extreme like sports world yet. Yeah, yeah. Because now it's pretty crazy. Now it's big. Doing, yeah. Making a comeback. It's like in the X Games and shit now. Yeah, and. I think Nitro Circus does something with them too. Yeah, and X Games is gonna or like they're having skateboarding. I'm not sure about scooters and stuff, but skateboarding for sure is gonna be in the Olympics. Really? Yep. Or was supposed to be in the scheduled Olympics that got canceled, but yeah. That's crazy because I think they took boxing out of the Olympics. Why the fuck would they take boxing? No, they took wrestling out. No, 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 no. Wrestling's one of the main ones, isn't it? It was something it was something that was like pretty prominent. I don't know. But they're adding skateboarding. All right, so that was the one got to go, bro. We did a shit we like to ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as kids, man. I'm sure it's nostalgic for as anybody, kids. Because even like older people, I'm sure they rode bikes and shit. Yeah, a lot of you know, you get older and these types of things. I feel like whatever you liked more are the kinds of things you introduce your kids to first mm-hmm. to see if they like it. It's the same with like sports or yeah, uh, yeah. hobbies, just anything you do. Kind of introduce to your kids. Yeah, you introduce to your kids. So like everybody learns to bike. But then if you were good on a skateboard or something, I'm sure your kid skateboards. Yeah, yeah. Like Tony Hawk. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, Tony Hawk. Introduced his kids and now they're all fucking skateboarding. But yeah, man, just kind of going back real quick here. It was wrestling that was removed from there. It was wrestling? Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn. Shit's crazy. That's one of the like very first that's like a it's like tri- Athens yeah that's like shit. one of the most traditional ones right yeah yeah this shit's crazy i don't know why they'd get rid of that that's that's a mind fuck right there but they still have fucking but they added skateboarding that's crazy no i've never heard of skateboarding cuz i mean it was supposed to be added this year it's games it's weird yeah but the olympics was going to have it for sure all right so we're done with the one got to go i got rid of uh scooters and pablo got rid of rollerblades yeah rollerblading now we're going to move on to our next subject. So usually we have all kinds of different topics that we talk about, you know, random shit from Twitter or something in the news. But uh, George Floyd and like the whole situation surrounding him has just been so prevalent in the news. And like we've been itching to talk about it, but we've been like holding back so that we could talk about it on the podcast. So that's probably going to take up most of our like whole middle section of the podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I know you're probably getting a lot of it from the media. We're just kind of giving our perspective of it from what we're taking in. So um, hopefully it's educational to some people or interesting to some people because, I mean, some crazy shit going on. Yeah, ours comes with like, you know, you see it on the news, you see facts or what are perceived as facts most of the time. Yeah, yeah. But from us, you're going to hear like what we saw and then like what we think and how it made us feel and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Start off with the video, bro, because that's the like the main source of it all. Yeah. So the first thing I ever saw on it was just the cop kneeling on the guy's neck. Like a picture? Yeah, just a picture. Yeah, because that's the that's the still of the video, right? It's like the first thing you see. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when I first saw it, I was like, what the hell's going on? That was your first thought? I wasn't too alarmed by it. Right. Just seeing it like that, you know? But then I saw the video and it's fucking sad, man. Dude, it's brutal, bro. It's sad, bro. Like, as a human to another human, it just made me feel like 
Like, I don't know that guy. I don't know what he did. I don't care what he did. But he didn't deserve to be begging for mercy, dude. Like, that's pretty much the way I saw it when I watched the video. I was like, like his words, man, they gave me chills because he's like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Dude, yeah, it, that fucking, uh, that chill like down your spine. Yeah, yeah it yeah, totally yeah. gives you that because like he literally says, okay, so he's already detained. Like they've got him held down. He's got handcuffs. And on he him. and and even in his talking, he's like, I can't breathe. And you you see it, you hear it like get faint. He's like, I can't breathe. Uh, and then he says, like, please. He's like pleading. He's like, please, please don't kill me. Or he doesn't say kill me, but he's like, he's pleading. Mom, dude, I'm like, oh shit, dude. Like even just talking about it right now, like it's stirring up emotion because I mean it's. It's a human life, dude. And you see it just go in the video, too. You know, it's crazy. And it's not even... You know how... Okay, so you see that, and it's so visually jarring. As soon as you see it, you're like, what the fuck? You know? I was just like, what the fuck? And the people surrounding... Like, not the cops. I'm not talking about the cops yet, even though I have a bunch of opinions on them. The people who are recording and seeing it, and they're like, hey, man. And they're, like, yelling, he can't breathe. Look at him. And, like, one guy even tries to, like, go over, and he gets pushed back by the other cop, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. And it's like so conflicting because like I put myself in the situation. I was like, if I was there, like I would want to help too, but, but then wouldn't. but then you wouldn't because like they're gonna arrest you or shoot you or shoot you. You, you know, that. you're putting your own life in danger, but then you want to save the guy. Yeah, it's crazy, man. The way it's recorded too, it's so first person, man. If you haven't seen the video, I would definitely recommend you go watch it because talking about it and actually seeing it are two totally different things. You know they. They say a picture can tell like a thousand words or something like that. This video, like, it can't really be put into words because I mean, if if I tell you if I describe the video to somebody, I would just say that it's sad, you know? Yeah. Okay. So you know he um you're watching the video. I don't know if we've said it yet, but like the officer has this black man George Floyd detained, but as he's holding him down, his knee. Is like with like the weight of his body is on that guy's neck. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like the back of his neck. It's like the side of it, bro. Like what I was thinking is like his jugulars are there. It's, it's basically like the guy's got his he's like on his stomach and he's looking to the side. So the guy's got his knee on the side of his neck. Yeah, yeah. So the guy can't turn his face down, really. He's just kind of like stuck there. And like you're watching the life get like taken out of this dude and, um, we saw the, uh, just recently on one of our episodes, we talked about that Ahmad Arbery guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And how he got shot by these two people. Like vigilantes. And one one's like a former police officer. And like, I saw this video, and like halfway through the video, like the thoughts of that video popped into my head. And I was just like, what the fuck? What's going on in the world right now? Because it's just like, you know, one thing after another. You got COVID, you got Ahmad, and then now uh, George Floyd. And like, I don't know, dude. It's just, it was one of those things that leaves you almost speechless. Because like this video was so traumatic that what, that the, like the experience of the, of Ahmad, it's like they both hit me like at the same time. I was like, damn, these people are like really like just, it's dangerous as shit for them just to be out. I don't know. Cause a lot of the videos you see of people getting shot, you know, and stuff. It's like quick, you know? Oh, it's so fast. But in this, it's like slow. Like there was so much opportunity to prevent this, you know. And it's tough, man. It's tough. 
Because I, I, I think about it all the time. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm raising three boys in this society. And I'm going to make sure they know racism exists and that they're going to go through that shit and how to deal with it. Because I personally experienced it in my life. But it's hard, you know, because how do you how do you let a little kid know somebody's going to judge them based off the color of their skin, you know? And especially when it's somebody that's supposed to be protecting, you know, that's supposed to be protecting you, you know? The public? Yeah, because little kids see a cop and, like, think awesome, you know, because it's a cop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it's it's kind of swaying more as to not being seen as awesome because. Oh, no. Public opinion on cops is, like, well, I mean, moving down I mean, and down trickled down to kids too because like my kids aren't big fans of cops yeah but they love like that cop dog show not anymore i mean and there's more than just cops on that show (laughs) there's there's a fucking fire dog or whatever but um i don't know man i'm just thinking like how are they not vetting these guys like because a lot of them have, like, ties to, like, white supremacy, you know? Like, I don't fucking understand it. It's, it's something that's hard to comprehend, to be honest. Because I see a lot of outrage from the other side, too. Like, saying, you know, why are people reacting the way they are? Well, Okay, well, wait up, wait up. Before you finish, like, before we continue on our thoughts and everything, we have to cut to a commercial real quick. But then we'll be back and we'll talk more about the video and, like, all the stuff that comes after, like, the initial day. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. So, All right, man, finish uh, your thoughts there, what you were saying about the video and stuff. Yeah, just my thought on the video is um, if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it, and it's just fucked up. It's just really fucked up, to be honest. Like, we're in 2020, and people are getting killed by cops. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, well, you know when the, like, uh, the medics show up? And then in the video, at the like towards the end of the video, the medics show up and the guy finally takes his knee off. And then they just kind of like pick up this like limp body and put it on that stretcher. I don't, I don't know if this is true or not, but is he dead there? I didn't watch it all, but when they got there, he was dead. As soon as they arrive, he's dead. See, because I'm not sure. I don't think it was as soon, man, because. You know, well, no, I mean declared dead as soon as they arrive. But I'm just saying like. Because in the video, as soon as he takes his knee out, the dude's body is, like, limp. Yeah, yeah. Right? And they put him on that stretcher, and they take him away, and then you don't really see anything else. Uh-huh. And um, I don't know. I just don't I, – I don't know if he died in that moment or if, like, he died in transport. But, like, if he died in, mo- in the moment, you literally see this guy, like, take his last breath. I'm pretty sure he did die. While he had his knee on his freaking neck, dude. Because reports are saying that it was eight minutes. Reports are saying that it was five minutes. After, I mean, that he was declared dead? No, that he had his knee on his Oh, neck. that yeah, it was pretty much the whole video. Yeah, yeah. So, so the video's fucking like nine minutes long. So, I mean, I, I'm sure nobody's had a freaking knee in their freaking neck. But I'm pretty sure it's pretty quick. Because, I mean... Well, yeah, think about like just when you would rough house with a friend or something. And you choke him... But he, they tap in like three seconds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're... I don't know, man. Fuck. All right, well, uh, before we, like, move away from, like, the actual video and stuff, I want to talk about... What do you think about, like, the people's reactions in the video? Like, the officers that are there, 
and the people recording. As far as the other officers, like, I don't know what they were thinking or what exactly was going on. Because you see, I don't know if it's the, is it the, it's either the Ja Quinn dude or the, what's the name, Toe? Tao? Yeah, Tao. It's one of those two guys that's like the one that you also see, like, not letting people interfere with the officer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So, like, what what do you think about the officers then? I got, I don't know, man. It's It's hard to think anything because, I mean... For sure, the guy with the neck, with his knee in the neck, like, 100%, it's him, you know? Like, he's the one that needs to be charged. And then the other cops, man, it's hard because, I mean, you ever had a conflict at work? Yeah. Where, like, somebody's kind of being a bitch. Okay. You don't want to tell them. Okay. it's just going to cause more problems. Uh Uh-huh. Now imagine that as being a cop, you know, it's, it's hard to sometimes do the right thing without having any repercussion and being fearful of that. Okay. Cause I don't know how their hierarchy works there or who's above who. The commander, like the chain of command. Yeah. Yeah. For those four guys there. But I know like personally myself, like I try to avoid conflict as much as possible. I just don't know how. They they should have done something. I believe that, but I don't know what their what was holding them back from doing anything either. You know. All right. Well, I have thoughts on them too. And like initially, I don't know which one it was again. And we said their names, but the the cop that's stopping the recorder, the people who's recording, and the, the other guy, yeah, who are like yelling, like he can't breathe, and they're trying to like go over there. That guy, even though he comes off as like an asshole in the video, like a lot. Yeah, and he yeah. kind of is an asshole because, like, he's the closest to the situation. So he should be able to – he should have probably told the other officer, hey, he's detained. But there's also a sense – I think that there's a lack of preparedness for them when they train. Because, you know, like, they get – when they train or, like, they're told about these kinds of situations, like, the officer who's actually detaining someone and the officers who are trying to keep people back, like – their priority is just to keep people back to like keep their officer safe, you know? So like that guy's just like, you can't get close. You can't get close. But I feel like the dude that was in the video took it a little bit too far. Cause like he even pushes like one of the guys without even being provoked, you know, like they're yelling, but he steps up and like touches him. And he's like, you touched me first, you know, trying to say like he did it. And uh, I don't even think you see the other two officers that are on scene in the video, or maybe you do like, as, like at a glance, like a glance of them. But I think one of them should have like, the guy's detained, right? And medics were coming. I don't know if the medics were coming because of the police or if they were coming because of the uh, people. But if he's got him, why not just help him like pick the guy up and put him in the cop car? That's true, yeah. I mean, why why do they keep him on the ground so long? Yeah, man? why do they keep him why do they keep him on the ground so long? Like I've seen fucking people get arrested and like Quick. it's yeah, like you get you get detained and then one or two of them like escort you to the vehicle and put you in the back seat. That's a good point. Why do they need this why does this dude have so much time? And like on top of it with all the like the reactions too that they're having around, I don't know why they wouldn't just get him out of there as quick as possible, you know? Yeah, and I don't need I don't care who you are or what you say. 
if there's a bunch of people yelling like in your face, like this guy can't breathe, this guy can't breathe. Even if like you're like trying to stop the perimeter or whatever, you're going to glance back. You know, you're going to look. So like he looked, they obviously probably saw it. And, you know, one of them can just step in and be like, all right, let's just put him in the squad car. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point, man. And, you know, there's something we haven't even talked about. And it's so stupid why they're even there and why they're they're even arresting him. Like, not not necessarily the situation, but I mean. Wasn't I he, in, he was because of the fraud check, right? Yeah, it was basically a fraudulent check that was reported. For like twenty bucks, is was that worth his life? Really? Like, I, I don't think that's worth his life. Well, there's also like, if you see the beginning of the video, like there's this clip from like a security camera. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't even show him struggling. Like they're walking out of the building, fine. I don't know. Like it only shows like them walking out. Yeah. You don't yeah. see like them after they leave the frame of the camera, but it doesn't seem like there was a big struggle. I've never understood that either, man. Like, let's say there is a struggle and he is fighting back. Right. There's four cops. Like, I've never seen a situation where one guy can take on four guys, you know? Yeah. And then on top of that, I mean, let's say he is being combative. What the fuck do you have a taser for? Well, even if, yeah, and even if he is being combative, like, like I said earlier, like if you put him, cops always throw you in the back of the car and they tell you to fucking calm down because you can fucking, as soon as you're cuffed and you're in the back of the seat, you can't do shit. There's no, handles you know you're just gonna jump around yeah yeah so there's a lot of reactors and that are cops you know they react instead of process the situation and see how they can de-escalate it you know yeah that's the lack of training yeah yeah i agree i think because i mean i worked with kids with disabilities that were like extremely strong and they teach you like tactics to calm people down you know using words because obviously you're not going to tase or like but taunt these kids. I'm like, how can you be a cop and not know how to de-escalate situations? You know? Yeah. So when it comes to the video, like my, just to like conclude what my thoughts were is, uh, I immediately was like completely against the cops. Like I didn't care because they don't tell you the crime or nothing, or I didn't read it or anything at the very beginning. All, like yeah, I just saw it and I knew instinctively, you know, that's fucked up. Even if like. He's like performed some sort of uh, crime, did something, I don't know, was drunk, was whatever it was. Morally, I immediately knew that was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fuck. And then. And that's just the video. So, so let's move on to like the protests. Right. Because okay. the officers, after all the initial, like the video goes viral and all that stuff, the officers are not arrested or charged with anything yet. Yeah. People are just kind of like outraged by it and speaking out and then starts turning into like people uniting and like going out to protest basically. Yeah. So like black lives matter obviously got involved cause they're like, that's their whole, that's thing. their, that's their whole thing. And, uh, you know, African-Americans, the black community, it's really good at like coming together to like seek justice when it comes to these types of things, you know, because there's because this fuck civil rights was what, 70 years ago, maybe it hasn't even been 100 years. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. It's like recent. 
like we're not even a hundred years from from like yeah there's people no colored people allowed like yeah civil rights did not it happened pretty recently so there's still a lot of underlying racism and like unco- uh, unconscious biases like prevalent in our country so um you know they get together they do all these protests cuz none of the officers got charged with anything initially and all these protests start they just got fired in, in Minneapolis. Not even fired. I think they were well, yeah, fired. But that was after like the first protest, wasn't it? I don't know. I think I think it was after the video like surfaced and like when the video uh, goes super viral, the next day those guys get fired. But like they did they did take a whole day on it to decide what they were gonna do. Yeah, and I mean And I don't think did they all get fired for sure? Four fired? Yeah, no but no one's on like paid administrative leave or anything, right? No, all four got fired and um No charges were no charges for sure. I know there was no charges yet. I think the only reason the charges went so quick was because of all the rioting. Dude, okay, so obviously all the protests are peaceful at first, right? And the public outcry is so strong that it puts pressure on those kind on the, like the police force, you know? Yeah, yeah. On the city. Like, they want four convictions for all four of those people. And I think only one of them is charged right now. It's uh, Derek Chauvin, the actual guy who had his knee in the bat in his neck. Yeah, he's being charged with, like, third-degree murder. What's third-degree murder? I don't even fucking know. I just know. It's, like, the weakest of the murders. <laughs> something like that. I mean, I know that... um. Obviously, it's less than first degree. Like, it has something to do with intent or whatever. But, I mean, he literally murdered this guy. Like, fuck. Yeah, and okay, so I know for sure he was arrested four days after the event. So it took four days for him to get arrested or for charges to even be um, brought up on him. And he's the guy who fucking, like, killed the dude in the street. Yeah, and... You know, we watched the video of that CNN reporter getting arrested. They arrested that guy who was African-American as well before they even did anything with this guy. I don't know what kind of, like, what more evidence besides visual evidence do you need? Like, they're going to go get DNA off his nails or something? What the fuck? I don't think, like, if it wasn't for, like, the extreme public outcry and like the extreme pressure that was like from riots and like the protests, I don't think they would have charged him. He would have just been fired. But like people want like his fucking house is surrounded by people that want justice. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I I think if there wasn't other cops there protecting him. Yeah, that place would get ransacked, people bro. People would have ran in there, man, and handled it. Cause it's like um, it takes me back again to like the Ahmad thing. Like, we only heard we heard about it like three months after it happened because that video got out and went viral, and that's when charges came up on those guys. But before that, like nothing, you know. So like, it takes public like outcry. It takes like the public fucking being outspoken about these things just to get these guys to even be charged yet. They haven't even been. He hasn't been um. They haven't convicted him or anything, right? Not yet. It's probably going to go to trial. But third degree murder is defined as killing someone unintentionally. Unintentionally. 
and not done as a part of a commitment of another felony. First degree, basically, it has to be something premeditated. Intent, premeditated. Yeah, so that's kind of the differences there. And, oh, man, with all this writing, too, I don't know how close. You've been following it pretty closely, actually. Yeah, I've been looking at a bunch of stuff. It does make me think, though, like, because for the most part, Black Lives Matter is pretty pretty calm, you know? Yeah, they are. They're just peaceful protesters, but they... Like, they're just out there marching. They have a strong voice. What makes me think, though, is um, how easily would it be to go out there and pretend to be a part of this group and start, like, inciting riots? Yeah, well, let's say that. Like, there's um a lot of speculation because like there have been points in like history or like civil right movements or you know black panthers a bunch of like organizations like this that are infiltrated by people that have like bad intentions yeah yeah so like these aren't like official reports yet but a lot of like the police officers and like residents in the area have like tweeted or posted things and said that like they see certain groups of people that aren't even from their area as like the people inciting the initial like riots or starting fires. I mean, some fires were started in areas where there wasn't even any protests. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the videos that stood out to me was this video of like a group. It was like two women from the black lives matter movement. Right. They're videoing these two people that are Caucasian. All right. And they're like, tagging blm on the side of a building and breaking like a window at a business and they're yelling at them what are you doing what are you doing you know you're not with us why are you doing that um at that Derek chauvin house too somebody reported that they saw a news reporter hand spray cans to like kids to go right on his garage oh really like black lives matter a murderer lives here or whatever so I, I think there is a lot of um, well, what's the word? They're being like incited to do this, you know. Well, yeah. Let's let's talk public perception because, like, the media and everybody, you'll see the Black Lives Matter movement, and then you'll see the destruction. Yeah, yeah. Right. But I'm willing to like say I'm pretty positive that people in the actual Black Lives movement. Did not cause, I'm not going to say any, but most of that damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? These are people, but that's the that's going to be the public perception. You know, people are going to see it on the news and they're going to be like, oh, this movement or these people, this and that. Look at what they're doing here. Uh, riots. There was riots in uh, L.A., some in Atlanta. I think there was one in Oregon somewhere, too. Salt Lake City, man. Salt Lake City had one. It makes me think, too, like, what did people expect, you know? Like, you had a problem with somebody kneeling during the national anthem. Peacefully. Peacefully. He loses his job. Like, you weren't okay with that. And now that people are out there, like, actually making action, you know? Because they say action speaks louder than words, you know? I feel like... Colin Kaepernick kneeling was like a sort of wordplay because, I mean, he wasn't doing anything that would harm anybody in any way. 
Like it was just hurting feelings, basically. It was. And um, now people are like rioting and looting and all this shit. And I do feel that a lot of it is is done with the wrong intent, you know? Like there's a lot of people really out there just... To steal? Rioting and looting to steal. But I mean, what do you expect, man? Like when these people that are supposed to be protecting you are killing you, like at some point enough's enough, you know? Like Yeah, it boils over. Like the rage boils over. Like the fucking peaceful protesting isn't doing shit and you're criticizing it heavily. And it's like it's also like a really like it's a prevalent thing that like riots even though they're like it's like a terrible situation most of the time. Yeah, yeah. They get the job done. Like it happens and it's the people fighting back, you know? It's like I don't want to say like fighting, fighting back, but it's like it's a small glimpse at what could happen if like the people decided to like come at the government, you know, like because the people have all the power here and they get they get things done. Like a riot happens because they need this to happen. And then as soon as the fucking all that violence starts, hey, look, that guy got fucking actually charged with murder. The most easy comparison I can make to this is like, you know, if you're bullied in school by some kid, you know, you tell him to stop. More than likely, he's not going to stop, right? Yeah. Until the day that you actually stand up for yourself and punch that kid, you know, then he knows not to fuck with you. This is sort of the same thing because, I mean, cops are killing people. People are trying to make a statement by wearing shirts. You know, I can't breathe. Athletes. Donating money to charities that'll, that help, like, black communities and stuff. Kneeling for the national anthem. Like, all that is, like, symbolistic to what they're trying to achieve. But now they're actually having action towards shit. You know, burning down the police department. Destroying cop cars. Like, that actually grabs people's attention. Not marching down the street with a bunch of people, you know. Because people don't react to that. People are just like, oh, people yeah. are... You, it, it's passive. You you have to react when they get in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, if you're passive about it, it hasn't done shit, bro. Like, just this year, we've already heard about two or three people getting shot for no reason or killed. Like, literally no reason. Like, this guy was just jogging, and these two guys took it upon themselves to go do something about it. Right. Because they saw him at a house or something. All right, so that brings up the uh, Martin Luther King quote that's been going around, right? So he says, and this is just like a small snippet of the of his actual speech. Yeah, yeah. But he says, uh, "Riots are the language of the unheard." At, at one point in the speech, right? Yeah, yeah. And people see that and they're taking it way out of context, you know, because they're they're saying like they're saying Martin Luther King did say that, but he had a bunch of peaceful protests and everything, right? But later in the speech, Martin Luther King's like to clarify that statement, he says, "We need to condemn riots as vigorously." as the conditions that spark them. You know, so he's a smart man. He knows that it can get so bad at one point that a riot is going to happen because that's what causes the riot. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't agree with riots, but he specifically says, like, the thing that started the riot is what needs to change because if you don't, like, go at the source, riots are just going to continue. You know, there's a really powerful video of like that came out too, where um, there's like a 45 year old guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's mad. He's like, 
he's outraged and he's like yelling and like he wants to loot. He wants to just like go crazy on like the town. And he's like yelling at this 31 year old. These are both uh, African-American men. This other guy and the other guy's like, I'm 31, man. You're 45 and you're and we're still mad. You know, like it's been 15 years, whatever. And like the outrage is still there. And then the 31 year old guy pulls out like a 16 year old kid out of the crowd that's around them. And he's like, how old are you? And he's like, I'm 16. He's like, you're 16. And in 15 years, this is going to happen again. But you guys need to work towards a better solution. Because, like, right now, all they can do is riot. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's crazy, man? You know, I've, I've been, I haven't been following you, like, super closely. But, I mean, it's hard to not see stuff in everywhere platforms or anything. Somebody said, you know, right now, rioting and looting and all this is getting a message across, right? But what's the ultimate goal? Like, they need to be clear on what they're looking for, you know? Because I haven't heard anything clearly as to what they're looking for. Like, they just want African-Americans to stop getting shot. But what's their solution for that, you know? Okay, well, um, I'm sure I'm not going to act like I've delved into the actual, like, doctrine or whatever of, yeah, like, the yeah. Black Lives Matter movement. But I'm sure they have, like, actual, like, legislation that they want introduced, you know? Well, they, what they need to do is have somebody from the Black Lives Matter movement go up and clearly state what they're looking for, you know? Because... I think they do that, but it gets... I mean, I haven't seen it either. But... And especially not in this situation, because they're, they're obviously going to highlight the riots and stuff. But um, I think they've done that up to this point, you know? Like, they've had a bunch of things that we probably haven't even seen, because they don't get the international attention. Yeah, yeah. Where they... They've showed like their statements, like what they want, how they want, what they think, how they think. But but hear me out. Bro. But we don't focus on that shit because we don't see it. Before this didn't really matter because there wasn't cop cars getting burnt, there wasn't stores getting burnt. Now that shit's happening, so people are listening. Oh, so you're saying now's the time for them to be real clear on what they want, what they're looking for? Yes, and I, honestly, I think police instead of fucking pepper spraying people and fucking tear gassing them they need to unite with the people man i've seen situations like in houston and shit where the cops come out the police chief like takes off his helmet leaves his baton in his car comes out and he says you know what he did was wrong we stand with you but we don't need to burn our home down in order to get our message across you know because it's kind of like this whole mask thing with covid like I refuse to wear a mask because I feel like it causes more panic, personally. Okay. If you come at somebody with gas masks, fucking helmets, batons, SWAT gear on, like, that's like a clear message you're sending to people that you're ready to to square up, you know? Oh, yeah, that's just the police force, too. The National Guard's called in already. And people are reacting to that. You know, you see a National Guardsman with a big-ass rifle. Yeah, you see, like, a fucking little troop of them walking down your street like what are you thinking man like personally i'm not thinking oh hey these people are here to protect me you know i'm thinking these motherfuckers are here to to square up you know to to take me down all right so this that brings up like the trump tweet right yeah yeah so uh trump's tweet stupid ass tweet by the way just my opinion but i think it's right 
he literally tweets, he says, these thugs are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd and I won't let that happen. Right. Yeah. So he uses the word thugs referring to the people in the protests. Yeah. Which is like already like not a good word to use. Yeah. It's choice of words sometimes like, and then he uses a a racist statement, a statement that's been proven racist, like said by a racist person for like a racist reason in Miami, some a police chief that was also dealing with like protests. He says, uh, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. And this is like our commander in chief. You say something like that. People see something like that. And the national guard is fucking walking down your road. You know, that, that like instills fear. Yeah, man. And people are fight or flight, man. People are fight or flight. You know, some people will run and some people will confront. And, you know, what are you going to do? Unless, like, there's a true unification of everybody. Like, you're going to get steamrolled by the National Guard. Definitely, man. Because, I mean, there's states where you can't even own a gun, you know? Like, how do you protect yourself against that? Like, you can't. You're just going to have to do whatever they say, man. Because who the fuck? has like a gas mask at their house nobody man and yeah you're fucking getting gassed by these people and you don't have a way to protect yourself all those stories dude the fucking the rubber bullets to like people's heads some little girl got shot in the head by like a those rubber balls that they yeah, shoot yeah. that shit'll fuck you up Remember that shit you showed me of the fucking old lady getting shot by like it was rioters that did it to her but i mean still i mean yeah she gets she gets like domed with the uh, fire extinguisher yeah, yeah, it's it's just, I don't know, man. I get that there needs to be a point made, but I feel like it's, it's, it's like extreme, man, like extreme. Yeah, I think it's extreme too, but I'm on board with it. I feel like they pushed them too far, and that's, just, that's what happens, you know? The, the riots instill, the mob mentality comes in. Like, let's say that happened here. We'd have to make a decision on whether we're going to join in or we're just going to be like sitting back watching, you know? Well, yeah, I think it'd be weird. That, uh, but like I'd be in the protest. I don't know if I joined the stuff, but uh, like the message is there. It's just that they, they felt so unheard for so long, you know, that they're delivering it hard, man. Yeah. And like young, the younger people who can't even process it, they just see all the, like the repeated, like destruction, you know, if you're like a teenager or like early twenties yeah, yeah, and that's all you see, like the, you don't have the like awareness to stop yourself and like take a moment to like decide what you, it's the same as the cops. You don't take, you don't take that moment to like be calm and decide. You just fucking do what you think you need to do. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, shit, there's just so much to it. Like my mind's racing right now, bro. I just, it was so wrong, man. And the way people, like, not just the protesting people, but the anti-protest people are reacting to, like, it's just shit, dude. Like, if you if you don't want to be a part of what they're sending out as a message, just uh, stay home. That's true. Well, wait up. We got to stop for another commercial real quick because we're hitting that mark. All right. But uh, we'll finish our thoughts on the whole thing. Yeah, we'll come back with final thoughts. All right, man. There's just so much shit to cover when it comes to like the George Floyd thing, and it's still happening. You know, like 
my phone fucking buzzes right now with like notifications day by day about what people want or what's happening or yeah. what's happening. Um, I kind of want to talk a little bit. Well, first I want, I guess we should give like our final thoughts or like what we, I don't know, I guess the total effectiveness of the thing. Cause like I, I, I stand with everybody that's doing it. I don't really agree with the looting and everything, but, uh, you know, it was pushed to that point where the, the just build up after build up, you know, constant murder of a black person just happening and happening and happening that their uh, their emotions have got the best of them. But. Uh, oh, damn, bro. Bro, I got some final thoughts and I'm just going to leave it at this. OK, all right, let's see what you got. So my final thoughts are. Fuck all lives matter. If you say all lives matter, fuck you. The all lives matter thing is, uh, people say it's not diminishing someone else's, um, like the black lives matter movement, but it really is. It's just like pointing at yourself. Like I also matter, even though they're not talking about you in the slightest. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's not the point of black lives. Matter. Yeah. They're at not at putting all themselves above anybody. They're <laughs> just trying to be equal. Yeah. They're just seeking their own, the same justice that everybody gets. I hate that statement. So, yeah, I mean, if you say all lives matter, fuck you. And if you listen to this, I don't, I don't give a shit. Stop listening. It's <laughs> not the sort of audience I'm looking for. Um, I do agree that the looting and the rioting has gotten a little bit out of hand. And I think that there's infiltration being done by extremists. There, yeah, I think so, too. Side. And on the right side, I think there's people from both sides. Extremely diminishing or trying to diminish the message. Um, and I think, I think this is going to get something done. I really do think this is going to get something done. I mean, if, if all of this wouldn't have happened, that guy would still be free. He would have probably been on administrative paid leave. Yeah. He wouldn't have been fired. And they're going to continue. I think with the, all the protests and all this is going to keep going. Until they get all four people convicted of something. I don't know about that. It hasn't lessened for sure since he's been arrested. Yeah, because they they keep saying in all their things like they want four arrests. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it'll go like in their fucking actual trials and shit, but they want four arrests. Yeah, because I don't know what the other four look like, but just from the names, it seems like two of them are minorities. So I don't know what exactly they're looking for there. I mean, I do think that all four were at fault, three for not stepping in and one for actually committing the crime, especially with other people yelling he can't breathe after he yelled he can't breathe. So, I mean, at the end of the day, Black Lives Matter. If you say all lives matter, fuck you. And, um, you know, hopefully there's some big change here. That's all I'm going to leave it with. All right. Well, that kind of got me thinking. So for me, the whole thing, I also think it's going to lead to something. I feel like the uh, like unrest and everything will settle. They'll be able to like get across what they really, how it like it's made them feel and like what they're actually about. Yeah. And I think even if they might have expressed it before, I think it's going to be like heard by more people this time because like I haven't actually heard the real like the whole mission, like the whole complete thing they want. Yeah. But I'm obviously super into it right now and I'll, I'm going to listen 
And, uh, you know, I think I think the guys are going to get arrested for murder. At least the, the Derek dude is. And the other dude that was in the video, probably the other the other two might get something different. But I think they're all going to like serve some sort of serve time. some sort of time. And uh, I agree with you when it comes to the infiltration and stuff, because like, I don't know, some of the stuff just doesn't add up to me. And like, it's been proven in certain points in like history and like civil rights movements that like there's infiltration. They try to like skew things to their agendas. Even like Trump tries to make statements because like there's political gain or polit- there's just so much motives behind everything, you know? Yeah. And uh, I, I was trying to look for information on like George Floyd himself, so I could give people like a slight glimpse at like what he was as like as a person. So um, I know that he moved to Minnesota through a like a job program that like a church ministry he had, uh-huh. because he lost his job during the COVID thing, the whole COVID thing. He he got like downsized from his job. I'm not sure what his job was. But he lost his job, and then the church helped him find a job in Minnesota, or I get, or at least help was helping him try to find a job there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, everybody who talked about him and like their obituaries and stuff said he was a stand-up guy. He would uh, he helped them like take baptism pools to like bad neighborhoods and like helped people with like religion and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I read a little bit of the obituary stuff, and, like, a lot of people were saying that, like, stand-up dude, uh, they've known him for a long time, like, they trustworthy guy. So, like, you know, it's just kind of fucked up that they it had to happen to someone like that. You know? And it's really, like, what I really take from the whole thing is, like, it's really fucked up that somebody has to die for everybody to become aware. Yeah. Of, like, all the averse racism and, like, implicit racism. Like, racism that's, like, layered down. Like, you don't, you're not openly racist, you know? There's obviously open racism, but this is, like, the kind of racism that's, like, systematic in the system, like, set to make people, it just puts you back. Yeah, man. You know, we've, we personally talked about this whole unconscious bias thing, you know? We're like, we're like, people are being judged unconsciously because of the way they look, you know? Yeah, it's just like the thing, like, here's a small example. It's like, if uh, some lady is walking in the park, and she sees a black man, and she's like, scared of him just because he's a black man, you know? Yeah, yeah. She might not even be racist, but like, there's like that subconscious level of like, she's seen things, or... She she just she feels in danger, you know. Yeah, even though she's really not. Even though she's really not, it's like that, you know. Yeah. Just public perception, and like subconscious perception. So all in all, I think that he was a good dude, and I hope that it gets resolved. Um, all these other like protests and things. I hope they don't riot. I hope it's peaceful. You got anything else to say about the George Floyd thing? Are you good? Um, yeah, I think I'm just gonna leave it at, at what I left it, man. It's all right. Well, that's all on that. Then, um, if something else happens, 
that's like we feel we need to talk about. We'll probably talk about it maybe in a later episode. Because, I mean, eventually we're going to want to know, like, what happened to the guys, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because it takes a long time for that shit. And see if there was actually any, like, legislative changes, you know? Because I really feel bad for, like, all the businesses that are, Just like, a- hometown businesses that are losing their livelihoods, you know? Oh, yeah, and I recommend you guys watch, like, uh, the T.I. and uh, Killer Mike thing that was in uh, Atlanta. They did an interview, and they talked about, like, the situation in Atlanta. Uh, Jamie Foxx talked about it. Even Taylor Swift was fucking talking about it. Yeah, just check it out, man. I, a lot of people using their voice. Because even that, you know, we've been pretty big on TikTok right now. <laughs> and that Charlie D'Amelio even put out a video that. Was she fucking dancing? No, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say. Which I was really a. surprised. But she actually was talking about like the injustice and. How she has a responsibility as an influencer to put out messages that are she believes are right. So, yeah, crazy. man, that shit's crazy. The whole thing is crazy. Yeah, just a there's a weird thought that I had when I was talking to someone at work. We were talking about it, right? Mm-hmm. And just like we were talking about, like, what would you do? Because we were trying to think of like, what would we? How would you stop police officers from doing that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And like I just couldn't think of anything cuz I was like I feel like a cop like if you get if you're applying for the job and you're working in the academy you're always going to like you know be on alert. You're always going to act right because you know it's going to affect your ability to like get the job and become like an actual I don't know if they get certificates but like an actual police officer like certified police officer take your oath. Yeah, yeah. You know? You don't necessarily have to show who you really are to become a cop. It's like once you are a cop is when that you can actually like be who you are, right? Like you can fake your way through it. How do you check and balance something like that? Yeah, I don't know. It's like that to be like super thorough background checks. Like, I don't know, because even like lie detector test you or whatever, which how do you even beat that, man? I don't know. I know people can beat it depending on like the way shit's worded and like what you think. Yeah. So So I'm not sure what they're, how they're going to like try to resolve it. I'm not that, I'm that level of smart. I'm not in that intellectual realm, you know, but I was thinking about it and I was like, I don't know how you're going to stop some dude from faking his way through a police academy. Yeah. Even though we're speaking about it now, I don't, I don't know how it would be resolved to be honest. All right. Well, that's all the George Floyd stuff. We're going to move on to our hypothetical moment, which kind of has something to do with this because the thought crept into our minds. The hypothetical moment today is um, if you were in a protest and riots started and there was looting, would you loot and would you riot? It's a good one, man. Personally, I know right off the bat, I wouldn't I wouldn't loot. I don't think I'd loot either. I wouldn't feel right. Like the actual looting is okay. So if I'm the way I look at it is like if I'm participating in this protest and it turned into a riot. Well, just not not even that part. Just if I'm participating in the protest, right? Okay. And it's something that like I firmly believe in. I don't think I'd riot. I mean, I, I mean, the riot starts and everything, but I don't think I'd loot because like I was there and like trying to get the protest going you know 
whatever it might be. Let's just say it's something that like closely touches us a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Something that hits more home for yourself. So like I wouldn't loot because uh, I don't know. It just doesn't seem right. But the rioting part, like I feel like I could succumb possibly to like a mob mentality type thing. In where like moment. in the moment where like we just get so mad and like, let's say there's fucking the riot police in front of you or whatever. And like, I just start breaking some motherfucking car windows and shit. Like I can see myself doing something like that, bro. We all have it in us to be honest. You know, we spoke about it earlier. It's fight or flight, bro. Yeah. Cause I definitely, the looting part, I don't see cause I wouldn't find purpose in it. Cause, cause like you're totally just trying to steal shit. Yeah. Yeah. But the rioting part, I, when I was younger, a lot of the time I had trouble controlling my emotions when it came to a bunch of different things, you know? So you just fucking... So, like, some kid gets... React. Like, I, I just... Some kid gets me mad and I just react or, yeah. like, you know, arguments with people, stuff like that. So, like, in that high tension of a situation and, like, the riots start, I would... I'm almost, I'm pretty positive I probably would fall into, like, the rioting thing. I wouldn't, like... I also have morals. So, like, I wouldn't beat the shit out of, like, some old lady or something. <laughs> but, like, if there was so cops... In, if there was, like, cops in front of me... And like people were kicking them and shit, I might get a couple kicks in, or yeah. I might I might break some cop windows, you know. I might graffiti like a police building or whoever's like against me or whatever, you know. I'm not gonna go graffiti the side of a Walmart. Yeah, but I'll like do it to like whatever I feel is like oppressing me. Yeah, personally, I'm right there with you, man. Like. If I was protesting, it turned into a riot and looting. I'm for sure not looting or burning shit down. Yeah, I don't think I'd do that. If it turned into like a riot, I'd definitely, you know, still be standing my ground. But it'd be kind of hard, too, because you got like fucking tear gas, pepper spray coming at you. and It's hard. But, you know, even like when me and you, like, let's say we have a discussion about politics. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you get heat. We get heated in those moments. Not like heated, like where you're super mad, but like. Your emotion flares up real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Because it's something you believe in. So, like, if it was that far, definitely, I'd probably riot. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's hard for me, too, but I do definitely, um, I respect other opinions, even though morally I feel like they're wrong. Well, I think it's, is it even, is it considered, you would still be partaking in the riot if you don't leave, right? Because you could choose to leave or you could choose to be around the riot. Like you can you can be there like just yelling and stuff and not actually performing the acts. But you're considered but you're, a rioter. But, but you're not against the acts. You're just there. Yeah, you're not really participating yeah. in them. Yeah. But I mean, you kind of get sucked into it, to be honest. Because, I mean, if somebody, if the cops were like shooting tear gas at me, I'd probably pick that shit up and throw it back. Yeah. And that's right there. That's riding back, you know? And then right there, too, like, there's, it makes it almost not more personal. Like, yeah. once once they do something to you, you know, you want to do something to them. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, it's hard, too, because I'm thinking, man, like, these are people, too, you know, on the other side, just kind of doing a job. Because to a certain extent, I mean, they're just trying to keep the peace, no matter what that cost, you know? Because even them themselves, I'm sure they're letting their emotion get to them, you know? Oh, yeah. Like. Mom mentality is real, bro. Like, imagine if I was a cop and I strongly believed in Black Lives Matter. 
but I still have to do my job, you know? Like, what the fuck? I'm, like, conflicted. Like, you can't lose your job? I feel like if you were, like... Super strong about it. Super strong, you could detach, and, like, not, not, just not show up, and, like, for the police force. Yeah, yeah. But, like, if you're also super dependent on your job, like... You know, you have kids, you have a mortgage or something. Yeah, yeah. Then confliction is like fucking tough. Cause That's like, what, what do you I'm do? Saying, man, like, what, what can you do at that point? Like, personally, I have to worry about my livelihood, even though I strongly feel for this movement, you know. That, that shit's hard, bro. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like in the situation, like, if I was in that situation, like that little hypothetical right there, yeah, yeah. I would, uh, if I really needed the job and everything, like, I, maybe I'd go. I just wouldn't participate, really. You know, I'd be like that cop that's standing in the background doing nothing. I don't know, man. Just watching people burn shit. That's hard. Fucking people throwing rocks at you and yeah. shit. Like, how can you just stand there, you know? Yeah, but when it comes to... I think I would definitely riot. Yeah. I, 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 I'm getting sucked into that for sure. I know my personality. I would definitely get sucked into that. Yeah. Really? Not really, because, like, I feel like it would... In those types of moments... Why would I be thinking like, let me go steal this new iPod or I iPhone or this TV? Yeah, that part's hard, man. I'd watch the looting. I feel like I feel like I wouldn't I wouldn't condemn them if I saw a bunch of people running out of the Target. I'd be like, look at those people stealing from the Target. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, bro. It's hard. It's hard. I know. I know. I would feel so wrong if I looted, but if I rioted and I felt like I was. I'd be definitely a reactor to what people were doing around me. Yeah, and then hindsight, I'm sure after the situation, like after we're calmed down, Fuck we might, we, yeah, we might regret it a little bit. Yeah. But like at the same time, it's like, you know, what can you? It already, yeah, it already happened. You know. Yeah, you didn't want my ass kneeling. Now you're gonna <laughs> fucking getting a riot, full on riot. Fuck. But yeah, man, that's that's a crazy one to think about because. You know, you're just out there with the intent of protesting something and then it just all shit breaks loose, you know? Even that situation we saw where the chick got, like, tear gassed, you know, through her fucking door. Yeah, like the National Guard shot it into their door. Get inside! Get inside! And they're just standing there looking and out of nowhere, boom! Just gets shot with tear gas. And Yeah, man, that shit's hard. What are you going to go do? Grab your fucking gas mask that you didn't prepare with? Put on your COVID mask. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for this shit. But yeah, it's crazy to think about. Alright, well that was our hypothetical moment. It was uh closely related to the whole George Floyd thing. It it made us think like morally could we be a part of something like that? I think it's a good hypothetical. I feel like it's a more raw hypothetical. You know, that like really it's about your character. Yeah, yeah. And it, there's a lot of conflicting like views on it too i think personally within myself because the whole act of rioting and looting like i'm against but the movement i'm more for than i am against what they're the way they're getting their message across okay so, okay so i want to just see if i pers- if i'm getting what you're saying yeah, yeah. you're saying that like riot you don't think they're the riots and everything is how it should happen but you do acknowledge that those type of things happening sometimes yield results no 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 because i'm not against them happening i'm against you just don't want it ever to get there i'm against them 
the people doing it. I'm against it. <laughs> it's, the, it's hard to explain because I'm against – like I don't think looting and rioting is right morally, right? Like I feel right. like it just causes panic and chaos. But I feel like the movement is much bigger than that feeling that I have that that's wrong, you know? Okay. Like, it's more important to me that colored people stop dying than Target getting burned down. All right. Because the way I explain it to you is the way I perceive it. It's like yeah, yeah. I, I don't think riots and the looting and everything is um, – like acceptable. I don't yeah. think I don't think it should ever get that far for like change to happen. But it's what needs to happen. But if it does, because like sometimes you just you you get to that point. Yeah, yeah. And it's proven to be effective. You know, like I don't knock that. I'm like I'm like I'm sorry that that's what had to happen. But if that's what had to happen for the result, change. Yeah. Then like you yeah, know, I think you summed it up perfectly. Actually, yeah. I mean, I'm against rioting and looting, but. It's what needs to happen for this to stop or for some change to happen. So Yeah, it's what for people to realize because so many people that I like scroll through my Facebook. This is like a final thought. I scroll through my Facebook and I see people that are like I consider dumb or like just not really into like affairs of the nation or international. Just you know, they keep to themselves their own life. Yeah. And like everybody's talking about this. So, like, awareness is fucking there right now. People are tuning in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody, bro. And everybody's really opinionated about it. So, I mean, hopefully, give us a share if you liked it. Might not be popular opinion. I think it is more popular than not. You know, there's a lot more people for it than against it. But, again, like, I'm not looking for anybody to listen to my podcast if you're about All Lives Matter. So, I'm not <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, that's episode 17, man, of uh, the Uneducated Duo podcast. We'll see what happens on the next one. Hopefully, there's some cool shit going on in the news. Yeah, Maybe. hopefully 2020 <laughs> takes a chill pill, dog. Now, dude, like 2020's been all kinds of fucked up. Yeah, we need to get it some steel or whatever. <laughs> so what? Whatever. All right. Sort of all right. Peace. <laughs> peace.